The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. Love me some DraftKings. Love me some winners. How about this? Already tomorrow, we're going to have winners. We'll have a spread the word winner. That's somebody that just retweets or likes the show or whatever on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I think I put an extra R there in Instra, Instagram, Instagram, whatever. The point is, is it means a lot to us when you guys engage with us on social media in any way, because the more of you that engage, the algorithms for these different social media platforms then show it to more people and hopefully more people know about the cool stuff we're doing here and hopefully more people actually listen or watch the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. So it's a very simple thing. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we are at Ross Tucker pod, Twitter and Instagram means a lot when you guys like it, retweet, whatever it is on whatever platform you're on. Love it if you're on Facebook. We love that. We love when you guys love it. We also love the sponsor confirmation email winners. Look, here's the deal. We we need sponsors. Like that's that's the deal with podcasts these days. So when you guys take advantage of their offers, whether it's Purple Mattress or Simply Save for 100 Flowers or DraftKings, then they continue to advertise and it helps us quite a bit. So thank you for that. And then YouTube shout out. I'll give a YouTube shout out tomorrow. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. All you have to do is subscribe and comment. More on that in a little bit. It's a Wednesday, which means it's Andrew Brandt time. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Always good to talk with my guy, Andrew Brandt, who had an epic, and I mean epic, salary cap 101 this week on the business of sports. You know, Andrew, it's really funny. We talked about it before, but we've been doing this show together for so many years. You've been doing the business of sports for so long that I guess I feel like everybody already knows this stuff, but yet every year there are 
thousands upon thousands of people that they really don't, Andrew. And, I, and I'm not saying that, look, like they're not, this isn't their profession. They got other jobs. They're just football fans. I get it. But I guess I'm surprised that the year before or two years before, like I'm surprised how many people need your tweets at Andrew Brandt and need your salary cap 101 on the business of sports. Hey, Ross, good to be with you. You know, the I, the NFL is the most covered sports league in the world, right? So everyone gets it, you know, about wanting to trade for this player, wanting to coach this player, how great someone is, how bad they are. And then people have a basic understanding of the cap, I think. Um, like they know what their team is under the cap and that kind of stuff, but no one really knows. And I think partly because of me and you and doing this, there's a more interest out there in this stuff than there used to be, which is great. Um, but yeah, with my columns, there's always something I'm writing about. With our podcast, there's always something I'm talking about. And everyone says, is there any resource? I get this so many times. Any resource that I can read about the cap and get a basic understanding? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> you know? It's kind of this, uh, there's no books, you know? It's like, yeah. So I thought I would do this. And some of it is answering questions. Some of it is busting myths. And when I see it from really respected people, then I'm like, man, I should really do something about this. For instance, I saw a very respected NFL media person say on the Carson Wentz deal, Ross, and the Eagles still have to pay him $34 million this year. And I'm like, no, they don't. It's not cash. Okay, so there's the first busted myth, Ross. When someone has what we know now to be dead money, it's not money. It's accounting. So in the biggest dead money charge in NFL history, a record I think, Ross, will last a long time. The Eagles have $34 million of dead money for Carson Wentz, the fourth largest charge in the NFL while he plays for the Colts. But it's not cash. They paid him the cash. He's got the money. It's accounting because the NFL cap, unlike all the other caps, has what I call this long tail. So you can't just sort of get out, you know, unless you do a contract like I think you should do a contract, load cap and cash the same as some teams do, then that's a problem. So I did this long business of sports salary cap 101 masterclass. It's not only for this week, Ross, as you know, as you always tell me, it's evergreen. So this podcast this week is for anyone interested in the cap this week, next week, this year, next year, forever. That is a great point, Andrew. You need to save that link somewhere and legitimately like five times a year, 10 times a year, just be like, it's all explained right here. It's all right here because you're right. And you know, there are people, Andrew, legitimately, they just, they really don't want to know. Like, they're not... The intricacies, yeah. Right, like, they're not that into it. Like, they, they love watching the games. They love watching the players. They just want the team to move on from Big Ben or move on from Wentz or whatever. And they really don't want to hear about the financial mumbo-jumbo. So there's a segment of people that are really interested and want to learn. And then there's a segment that's like... I don't care. Get rid of them. Don't care. Move on. I don't want to hear the financial mumbo jumbo stuff. You're right. Well, it's kind of like contracts. 
you know, I think 20 years ago, people are like, oh, your favorite player signed with the Jets or the Colts or the Ravens. End of story. Now, and this has been going on for a while, you feel like you don't have the story unless you get the numbers, right? You don't have that so-and-so signed with the Ravens as the full story. You need to know how, how much, how much. And then the other part of that is I don't think people, and this is I, I credit myself and others, are satisfied with just knowing the big number. They want to know what's the real number, which is the guarantee and some of the early money and those kind of things. But listen, I know, Ross, I'm never going to have the mainstream audience with the NFL. I get it. What I hear from so many people in kind of leadership roles, it's like, you don't, you know, be good to the people you care about. <laughs> and the people I care about are the business of football aficionados. And I know it's not millions of people, but I'm going to give them what they want. So... You've been very clear about the dead money for Wentz and you didn't think they would move on from him, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So we can move past that stuff. I guess I just want to get your thoughts on the trade, like your thoughts on the compensation, um, your thoughts on the transaction itself. Yeah, and I've heard you on this and we may disagree here. I think it's an incredibly low ROI. Um, now, if you, if you said Carson Wentz had... 10 million of dead money and was going to make $20 million. Yeah. Okay. But for all, for the investment into Carson Wentz draft picks, $80 million and the incredible dead money, this is a incredibly weak ROI return on investment. So I don't know about you, but people in the league generally look at future draft picks around lower. So let's forget about the upside of the second draft pick. So they got a third round this year and basically what it evaluates as a third round. So they traded Wentz for two thirds in my mind. They traded Wentz for two thirds. So let that sink in. They traded the player that they invested more than any player in Eagles history, a player that was their quarterback and for two third round picks. Now you can break this down and say, well, the bears were out of it or whatever they spun around about having no market. And wow, what great to get two thirds out of the Colts. But listen, we know play, we know uh, a receiver went for a one last year. Uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Laramie Tunsil, those players go for two ones. Jamal Adams went for two ones. This is a remarkably low return on investment. And I think something you brought up, the other part of this is, do the Eagles want him to be good or bad? Because if, if he's good, they get an, a one in 2022. If he's bad, they justify getting rid of him. So it's really a catch-22 for the Eagles. You know, it's interesting the way you just described that, Andrew. I guess the, the Eagles on some level, you know, if he plays well, it's, well, he wouldn't have done that here and we got a one. Um, if he plays poorly, it's, see, we knew he was broken, and and we got rid of that contract, and we got, you know, a three and a two. I, I will say this, Andrew. I feel like – correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like in recent years, teams are valuing future draft picks higher than they used to in the sense that I don't know that they look at it 
some of the people I've talked to as being a full round later. You know, maybe it's like half a round later. I, I think there are people that think that there's value because there's a lot of people that think the way you think, Andrew, and the way the other teams always think. I think there are other people that think, well, that's where you get value then is by getting future ones, future twos, because people look at them as being around less, especially if it's like a, a tenure like the Bears or somewhere and where they don't really care about the 2022 draft pick right now, <laughs> right? So it, it's it, not not all future draft picks are created equal. Which is why I thought it would be the Bears, because more a desperate, and I don't say that in a mean way, just more a desperate team. And when you get more of a desperate team that doesn't know if they'll be there next year, they're going to pay more. Um, but evidently, the Bears were not all in on Wentz, as some reports were. Uh, so they'll figure out their quarterback situation elsewhere. I think we look back on Wentz, Ross, and I'm, you and I are both around Philadelphia, and we know the venom in the, in the sports radio world. It's just, I mean, listen, Howie Roseman, who I know well, is a survivor. <laughs> you know, Doug Peterson's gone. Carson Wentz is gone. Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, all the coaches, gone. He's there. You know? And Andrew, there is, there is no scenario when I was watching the first half of that Washington game and Wentz was playing well. I cannot even imagine what the Vegas odds, the DraftKings odds would have been that by February 24th, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz will no longer be members of the Eagles. I mean, you could have made a mint. You could, I mean, not for long, Andrew. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and the postscript on that, the postmortem, and I did a little video on Twitter it's not about the player and the coach. I mean, they fired the coaching staff. They brought in someone from Indy, which is supposed to be what, you know, what Wentz wanted. And it's still not good. Now, there is a huge breach there that one day maybe there'll be a good book about or a 30 for 30. But that's deep, Ross. I mean, something between Wentz and the Eagles is deep, like deep. Like there was no way they could continue because I know Howie. I know the front office. They don't want to trade such an asset for two third-round picks or third and a second. They don't, but they had to. They had to, and they don't want to incur $34 million of dead money on a $180 million cap, but this was deep. This was a breach of trust, and I, everyone asked me about numbers. You know, When I did my job, it's not numbers. It's relationships. It's trust. They've got their, their most invested player doesn't trust them, doesn't like them. That's bad. What do you think about what's going on with Big Ben and the Steelers? It's interesting. Kevin Colbert comes out and says he's a member of the team right now. Then Ben meets with Art Rooney the second yesterday. The agent releases a statement saying they said they want Ben back. They're going to reach out about the contract. It's great. And supposedly Art Rooney the second will have a statement at some point. We're recording this at 8.20 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, but it's, you know, I'm always, a, I'm always, Andrew, inherently skeptical, right? So like when I see that they had a meeting and the agent comes out and says, oh, they want Ben back. Everything's good. Well, it's not good until the numbers are decided upon. But when he puts that out there, to me, it's like, okay, it, it almost gives him some leverage 
in these contract restructuring, whatever they're going to do to try to get Ben's number down. Yeah, I mean, it's the same agents. We just talked about Wentz, who never said a word, they or him. And now they're talking about Big Ben. You're so right. Strategic to get it out there, which, again, same agents, radio silence on Wentz. Now they're talking about Ben, uh, the Toner brothers. Listen, uh, there's no good options here. You know, Ben's like, I'll do whatever it takes. We'll do whatever it takes financially. From the financial side, the only good option is getting a big pay cut. Because if they're going to bonus out his salary again and push out cap to rise his dead money next year to whatever, $30 million, that's not good. (laughs) That's got the Steelers in trouble to begin with. So please, Steelers, if you keep them, don't bonus out his money and push out more cap. Get him to take a pay cut, you know? So now his cap number is 41. 22 of it you can't do anything about. But 21 of it, you know, you can push down because get him to take, I don't know, 14, 15, then you save 7 million. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think a pay cut's coming. Yeah, I think it's going to be a combo of those things. I think they're going to, Take his salary down in the minimum, but give him a bonus. I don't know, ten million, maybe fifteen, whatever it is, whatever they decide on, and have put three dummy years on the deal to spread it out like that. Because I also think that they know that this is probably his last year, and that there's going to be dead money that you know the year after Ben anyway. The problem is, I mean, you're you know this better than I do on the football side. They seem to be a declining team, and. If you're saying, well, let's run it for one more year and we'll, de- we'll go to the deep decline next year. Well, they seem towards that this year. Just just an outer view of the Steelers. Did we talk, Andrew? I don't remember really talking with you about J.J. Watt mm-hmm. being released. Now he's a free agent. It's interesting because everybody talks about the advantage of getting to free agency early and you get to get out there early. Well, it's been like 10 days now or so, um, and there hasn't really been much by way of him picking a team or even anything like that. Yeah, I know people are uh, (laughs) trying to dissect these tweets, right? I think he's having a great time. You know, he's never been a free agent, and here he goes. Um, You know, I think what we we did talk about, how it's different than Watson, just sort of putting that away, but – yeah, I know all my Packer fans are asking me and, you know, Steeler fans with his brother. And we'll see what happens. You know, I would think he decides before real free agency starts. So in the next week, you know, the other free agent that I have inside access to, which no new knowledge is I haven't talked to you. I had class last week. We did a mock negotiation between the Bears and Allen Robinson. And I surprised the class in the second half saying, OK, here's someone to debrief your mock negotiation. And in the Zoom comes Alan Robinson. Because <laughs> I work with Vayner and advise those guys and he's a client. Um, and that just leads me to something we should talk about. We do every year. You know, he probably, I think there's a good chance he gets franchise tagged that, you know, we'll see. But again, here's the franchise tag. And it was originally meant for the quarterbacks, for John Elway to stay with the Broncos, Dan Marino to stay with the Dolphins, Brett Favre to stay with the Packers. Teams have been smart. They use it for best players no matter what position. It's a huge management weapon. I talk about it every year and uh, may have firsthand experience it with Allen. We'll see what happens. 
franchise tag started the other day. It doesn't matter. The only matter is the deadline day, which is next Tuesday. So we'll see what happens. And uh, I just say every year, what a weapon it is for management. Imagine it in other leagues. What I really have a problem with is the franchise tag and trade. Like that, yeah. like the way they started, Andrew, that should not be allowed. Like the, you should not be allowed to, tr- to tag a guy and trade him like that. That is totally antithesis of the purpose of the franchise tag in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things in the CBA. I know there's a big article yesterday about D. Smith and the NFL, NFLPA. And, you know, I was kind of shocked to read some of that stuff. I've been critical of CBA, but when you have owners on record saying he's, we should put a monument up for Demoris Smith, that's pretty, pretty, pretty uh, strong statement from ownership. Yeah, I might. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read that whole thing yet. I'm like halfway through. We might save that for next week or the next time we chat. Make sure you subscribe to the business of sports. You got to check out Salary Cap 101. You will be smarter than all of your friends, which is always fun. Check him out on Twitter as well, at Andrew Brandt. And his newsletter is killing it. The Sunday 7 for Andrew Brandt. Where can they find that, Andrew? Thanks, Ross. Yeah, more information every Sunday morning to your email, Sunday 7 at, just sign up at andrew-brandt.com, andrew-brandt.com. Awesome. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Ross. And thank you, Purple Mattress. You might see on YouTube that I'm wearing pink, but Purple Mattress is amazing. Look, my wife, like, cannot survive now with having without her purple pillow. Every purple pillow is engineered with the grid for total head and neck support and absolute airflow. So you're always on the cool side of the pillow. You got to just feel it. I mean, get one of these just to feel it and then you'll feel the difference. You can try every purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns and Purple has financing available as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. Experience the Purple Grid and you'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash Ross10 and use promo code Ross10. For a limited time, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash Ross10, promo code Ross10. For 10% off any order of $200 or more, terms and conditions apply. Ducks takes. All right. Uh, good morning, Ross. Well, let's start with the Steelers. Uh, apparently, they listened to you and Damashek on Monday's podcast because, as you discussed with Andrew, it looks like Big Ben will be back for another season in the Steel City. Yeah, I am curious to see what Art Rooney's statement today supposedly is because I think he probably feels like the agent might be levering him there a little bit by saying, oh, he's coming back because then it's like the the, the Roethlisberger has the leverage. Art Rooney might come out with a statement, we'd love to have Ben back as long as Ben is willing to be a part of the team and do what's best for the team. I, I'm just always skeptical with this stuff. It's like, Bri, I'll say this about Drew Brees. The fact that he hasn't retired yet makes me wonder either he's got a very specific date in mind or timeline 
Or maybe there's some people in the Saints organization that want Drew Brees to retire more than Drew Brees wants to retire. Hmm. Kind of interesting. You know, when Sean Payton says next couple weeks we'll have something, Jay Glazer reports that still nothing. Things that make you go, hmm. Ducks takes. No other real big news today, so let's just go rapid fire. Uh, first item, Michael Pittman not giving his number 11 jersey to Carson Wentz. Man, there's a lot I could say about this one. I mean, number one, I think it's interesting that Wentz reached out to him two hours after the trade went down. You can tell how important it is to certain guys' jersey numbers, but Wentz reached out two hours later. Now, Michael Pittman saying he's not giving up the jersey, my initial reaction was his dad played a long time. He knows the deal. Make Wentz pay for it, which I've got no problem with whatsoever. None. I say make. I used to hope somebody would want my jersey so I could sell it. But it doesn't sound like that's the case. It sounds like Pittman just wants to keep number 11, which I think is a little bit interesting. I mean, look, more power to him, I guess. But number one... Is it really that important that he wouldn't take a nice check for the for the jersey number? And number two, you know who's throwing you the ball, right? Like, you know your next contract is dependent on this guy that you're already probably not in great graces with. Just keep that in mind, Michael. Steelers, simple uh, restructure of Cam Hayward's $10.5 million deal. Yeah, everybody does that this time of year for good players that they need to get the cap space. They just bonus it out. Pro-rate over future years, which Andrew can't stand. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin uh, tests positive for COVID. Still happening, Bri. It's still going on. It's funny how much less people care now that the season's over, right? Like, I, people don't even care if you get COVID. Ah, oh, whatever. All the games got in. Doesn't matter. Cam Newton says there are not 32 better uh, and appeared in a viral video. I will say this, and I might have him on the show at some point. I think it's funny, like, there's all the Cam Newton and Marcus Mariota and all these guys, Jameis Winston. Are we sure that some of these teams wouldn't win more games with Ryan Fitzpatrick? Are we sure? Just keep that in mind. That's all I'm going to say. I would agree with Cam. I don't know that there's 32 better. I don't know he'll have a spot, though. He's not great last year. And that viral video of that teenage high school football player gets me so angry I can barely even talk about it. Thought Cam handled that way better than I would have. Uh, I I just don't get it. I I don't get some young people sometimes. The Eagles releasing wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Thought we already knew that. Thought it was going to be a June 1st designation. You know, I mean, he's as good as gone. That was not news to me. The New York Jets are going to evaluate quarterbacks before making the decision on Sam Darnold. So I understand that in the sense that you want to really know how you feel about Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, etc. before you decide if you like one of them more than Sam. However, a lot of these other teams are going to have to get their quarterback situations taken care of at the start of free agency, like they, they can't wait until the draft if they don't, if they're, you know, depending on where they're drafting, they can't wait. So the Jets could really hurt their market for Darnold by waiting. Something to keep in mind. 
Tennessee's 2020 first round pick Isaiah Wilson tweets done with the Titans and then deletes it. What a disaster. What a disaster. Um, He's obviously a young man that's got a lot going on, needs to figure it out. You know, he deletes it because his agent probably told him they don't have to pay you now. Like you can't, if you come out and say, I'm done with the team, the Titans could try to figure out a way to not have to pay him the rest of his three years that are guaranteed. So I'm pretty sure that's why he deleted it. But I don't know. The Titans might go after anyway. I mean, I'm sure Wilson would file a grievance, but stuff like that. I mean, he's got a history of behavior now. There's been like three or four different things now. Titans could absolutely release him and say, we're not, we're not paying him anymore because of X, Y, Z, A, B, C, whatever. Uh, that's why they try to do so much due diligence on the character of these guys. By the way, we've had several new YouTube subscribers, which is awesome. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And people that are commenting because they want to be part of the next football feedback, our exclusive YouTube show. I love it. Keep them coming. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I love Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com. Vision Comics with an X, DinerDepot.com, all of our I Think We're Done Here patrons, Patreon.com slash RT Media. Fantasy Feast today will be Best Ball 201, and you should really listen to what Fezzik and I talked about yesterday with NFL Futures, because it was epic. Division winners, how to bet the NFL draft. I think you guys will really enjoy that. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.